Think Realty Nation. It's your host, Avi Golhar. Welcome to the Think Realty Podcast. If you want to invest in Texas, there are a couple things you need to know. Uh, number one, you need to know what's happening in the state of Texas. Number two, you got to understand trends. What's working, what's not working, why are investors, say, in Austin versus uh, San Antonio versus Dallas? Um, I have uh, with me today Shanoa Grove with Texas Rias, and we're talking through some of the things that you need to know before you invest in Texas. Uh, I forgot to mention Dallas, Houston. Speaking of Houston, we're going to be there March 24th and 25th, and uh, so will Shanoa. So uh, you'll have an opportunity to meet her and ask her questions as well. Before we get to her, uh, got to give a huge shout out to the sponsor of today's podcast, RCN Capital. Uh, they're a national direct private lender that provides commercial loans for the purchase or refinance of non-owner-occupied residential commercial properties. RCN specializes in ground-up construction financing, short-term fix and flip, and long-term rental financing for real estate investors. Check them out. Go to rcncapital.com for more info. Shanoa, welcome. So tell us, if you had one city to pick in Texas, where would you invest and why? Yes, that's it. Yeah, every single one of them. And for me, I do invest in every single one of them. Uh, they're all, they all have different attributes, which are, uh, you know, kind of bring, um, and, and uh, which kind of make them all kind of different and good for various reasons. So obviously Austin's our tech capital, right? So some people call it uh, the Silicon Valley of Texas. Uh, so there's a lot of tech here <clears throat> and there's a lot of opportunity from that standpoint here as well. Uh, a lot of people love Houston for uh, both oil and gas and financial services, as well as uh, they're basically single-handedly curing cancer there, right? So the MD Anderson Cancer Centers. Uh, San Antonio, uh, people love to go to San Antonio because of its cost of living. It's the lowest price large county in Texas when it comes to uh, the uh, average price for the uh, properties in the city. Uh, so it's the most affordable. A lot of the data centers and a lot of the tech companies are also going there because their cost per kilowatt hour versus Austin is 0. 0.00004 cents cheaper per hour. And the bonus is San Antonio doesn't have all as many weather patterns as, for example, Austin or Dallas. So you're seeing a lot of big tech companies uh, relocating there as well. And then uh, when it comes to Dallas, Dallas is, is, as Dallas goes, so does most of Texas. And so does Dallas is very highly aligned and correlated with the rest of the United States as well. So there's a lot uh, to entertain in Dallas, same as in Houston, uh, one of the uh, biggest cities in the country. And I think the combination of all four of those really just makes Texas an incredible powerhouse to invest in. Uh, like most of the other cities throughout the country, everything is, is in very low supply. So uh, we're all dealing with the economics of not having built enough houses over the last roughly 15 years, right? So since 2008, we've basically stopped building houses uh, because builders got punched in the face uh, in 2008 and decided that they don't want to build speculative anymore and because some of the banking legislation that came out during Dodd-Frank also slowed them down in terms of how much they could build. So what we're seeing right now is this, this beautiful uh, thing that we're seeing mostly throughout the rest of the country, which is it, uh, significant increases in average and median price, um, still within kind of that range of affordable uh, versus the rest of the United States, but it's seen incredible amounts of growth. And we're having 
a huge immigration of people from all over the country coming uh, to places like uh, Austin, Houston, Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. So they're all great markets. I, you know, and and I've invested in and invest in each one of those. I personally live in Austin, so I've got a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit uh, more interest uh, there. I would say in terms of you know all of our buy and hold inventory for our rental properties, we hold all in Austin. Most of all, our other uh, fix and flips and our commercial uh, apartment buildings, et cetera, are all throughout, scattered throughout the rest of Texas. So. I love Austin, Texas. It, it seems like anything, any uh, any property address, any home address that ends in Austin, comma TX is just on fire. Like I could, uh, I, I work with um, a lending company in Austin uh, pretty uh, pretty regularly, and I'm in Austin maybe once or twice a month, and uh, I cannot find anything that I like. I want to invest in Austin. I just can't find it. So, you know, this partially the big reason is that right now Austin has less than a one month supply of inventory. So when you think about inventory in Texas, historically, that number has been six months of inventory for the last 40 plus years has been the average. Austin's been under three months of inventory for probably about the last five or six years. And over the last two years, it's gone under one month of inventory. So basically what that means is if we stop listing homes today, uh, Austin would be completely out of an inventory of homes for sale in less than one month, uh, which has caused the uh, average price uh, uh, year to date up over 30% if you look at 2021 versus 2020. Uh, so when you say, I, I am curious about that, when you say you haven't been able to find uh, property in Austin, are you saying that just from an inventory standpoint? Or are you saying that more from finding a deal that meets your specific investing criteria? Yeah, it's the latter. Okay. It's, it's, okay. It's, okay. It's the latter. So, you know, it's 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 interesting because you know I do talk to a lot of people who say to me all the time, "Well, Austin's not affordable anymore." And Austin's not a good. Because some people will say, "Well, Austin's not a good place to invest." And it's you know I, I always find that uh, interesting. And and the reason why I say that is, and some people will go to San Antonio because San Antonio is. You know, whereas Austin has an average price of almost six hundred thousand dollars per unit, San Antonio has an average price of um, less than about three hundred fifty thousand a unit. So people will say all the time, "Well, I got to go here for the deal, right?" And when you think about that, it's like, well, just because it's a lower price doesn't mean it's a better deal, right? And and I, you know, for me, it's like I'm I'm always not just looking at the total price that I'm paying, but I'm also looking at you know how much margin is there, profit margin, and a lot of investors use a you know a, the seventy percent of ARV minus repairs formula, which gives you the same part profit margin percentage, but the dollar uh, profit margin varies significantly, really depending on uh, what that ARV is, what that after repair value is. So you know, I I, I think that a lot of people are scared of Austin because they've seen that price go up so much and they uh, think that Austin's been in a bubble and you know for me I've been here for uh, almost my entire life and Austin has always been a higher price than all of the other cities um, and will continue to be a higher price than all the other cities. Austin's cap rate for a multifamily has always been less than all of the other cities right and will continue to be less than all of the other cities so I think if you have that perspective and you look at it uh, from that uh, aspect, I think you might kind of turn up a little bit differently in terms of how you view some of these uh, different opportunities, you know, and, 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 and what I love about so many of the people that are coming here is they, you know, 
they are price insensitive, right? So they look at one of these properties in Austin and say, wow, it's only 600,000 and you get, you know, 1500 square feet. Let's, let's move on this because in some of the places that they're coming from, uh, for example, many of our new California. residents in California, yeah. uh, they're looking at $2 million for that same property as opposed to 600,000. So to them, it's a deal. So, you know, for me, I've had to kind of adjust my glasses, change my perspective, if you will, to look at it from the standpoint of the people who are coming here and understand their price insensitivity and the fact that when they come here from other markets like that, they look at everything and everything to them is a great deal. Uh, so I think that's one of the, the kind of sticky points or tricky, tricky points when it comes to investing here in Austin specifically, and to you know a not dissimilar degree when it comes to investing in Dallas Fort Worth, where, where for example the average price is you know uh, well over four hundred thousand dollars. So um, I think there's uh, plenty of opportunity here for me. I've been investing in um, in Texas for almost two decades now, and I started investing in two thousand and three, and I've not looked back ever since then. So I've gotten very familiar with all the markets. I love going through all the market data and all the market detail. In fact, that's one of the cool things that I get to do when we all get together in Houston at the Bank Realty event uh, is I'm going to do a market update and I get to also interview another panel of experts that have all been investing for 25 years or more. So it's going to be a great opportunity to kind of share some of that knowledge, some of what I call that tribal knowledge, which makes us all successful in terms of lifting us up to uh, meet and understand where other people's knowledge are to be able to use that knowledge in their investing as well. So, sure. uh, but no, all of the cities in Texas are great cities to invest in. And the truth is, you know, one of my mentors uh, probably said it best to me uh, probably about 15 years ago. He said, the people who get rich are the ones that can afford to hold on to real estate, right? Assets in between market cycles, right? So if you buy at the high and then you sell at the low, yeah, you're gonna have a problem. But if you buy at what you think is the high and then you just hold on to it until the next market cycle, then guess what? You're all good. So it's part of understanding and having different exit strategies, having different purchase strategies. And that's some of the things that we perfected as part of our business. So to allow us to not have to ever go to work for someone else. So for me, I have, I've been very blessed to not have to update my resume since 2003 and I love what I do in real estate and I love even more sharing the knowledge that I've been able to build up over all of this time the knowledge I've been blessed with um, with other investors and that's what we do as part of Texas Rias. we help investors as they're getting started we help investors as they're scaling their business and we share all the tribal knowledge that has helped us over the years uh, not just survive, but really thrive. And no matter what the market cycle sure. has thrown at us. So if you're if you're in Texas and if you want to join the Rios, go check them out. Texas Rias, plural, TexasRias.com. Super, super important. And uh, you'll get uh, access to all the mines, all the investors that are taking advantage of these opportunities in the great city of Texas uh, across all the cities. I think it's always interesting. I've never been a fan of San Antonio only because of the spurs. So I can't really invest there. I think that's going to be my own limitation. I hope you that's watching this, that's not a limitation for you, but I just can't, I just can't get over the spurs. So, all right, current trends, then we got to go. Current trends in Texas that you're seeing or any specific cities that you're seeing, what are investors doing differently? What are investors uh, really honing in on right now? Yeah, you know, what I think is probably really interesting is uh, November of 2021, uh, we lost a major competitor as a real estate investor. And that is Zillow got out of the market because they found out that they had lost about um, 
you know, half a billion dollars in doing their uh, doing their investing, right? And so they were expected to bring in uh, well over a billion dollars. In fact, it went the exact opposite way. So that's actually uh, cleared a little bit of space for uh, the mom and pop investor to be able to make money. What I love about that is, you know, something you know uh, most savvy investors will always say is no deal is better than a bad deal. And I think with uh, some of that competition where they were pushing the price above uh, profitability mm -hmm. or below profitability, right? Because they weren't making any money off of that. I think it made a lot of investors say, hmm, am I doing my numbers right, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, when, I you, when you rely more, only right? on a Zestimate, when you rely only on a Zestimate, which they, they had a competition, a coding competition to find a better estimate. It was, uh, and they were found that like, wait, there's a lot of variance here. Um, which led to bad data, which led to bad values. It's just, it's interesting when Absolutely. that, yeah. But I think one of the dumbest things that Zillow did was to stop buying. Like, I think they should have just continued on this path, on this war path to keep buying, but hey, you know what? More opportunities. You know, what for us, I huh? found is one of the cool things we were able to do is, and still, because uh, Open Door and OfferPad are still in the marketplace for yep. this, is, you know, they'll overpay. They'll pay prices that I won't pay because they've got, you know, Wall Street, you know, billions of dollars behind them so they can afford to lose money. So I'm giving them more opportunities to lose money as a real estate investor. So they're a premium buyer. So that's one of the great trends that if you're in the market, it's like, if you can't beat them, then join them, right? Yep. Uh, sell them some of your deals that you don't necessarily like. Uh, Airbnb is obviously a huge market in Texas, although a little bit tougher in Texas uh, from, the, from the standpoint of legislative, uh, from a legislative standpoint. So I think a lot of people will see on TV all of these different opportunities where you can do Airbnbs. But when you get to Austin, for example, uh, you basically have to jump through a flaming hoop of fire, <laughs> right, to be able to register your property as an Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, in Tarrant County, uh, Fort Worth, for example, they basically outlawed all Airbnbs. So it's really important, I think, to understand your local legislation and what works and what doesn't work as part of uh, your investment strategy. And yeah. that's why it's such a big and good reason to join a local real estate investor association. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge believer rates, in that. And and if you're an investor and you're looking at different markets, and if you just if you do not understand the local legislation and what is acceptable, what's not acceptable, what's allowed, what's not allowed, you'll find yourself in a in a pile of deep doo-doo in a very short amount of time like austin texas and airbnb yeah no i, I see it all the time it's, it's so interesting because yep. people will get for example you know they'll find a coach who's out of state and that out-of-state coach will tell them, oh, you need to go do this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, well, that happens to be illegal in this state. Uh, so, 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 so glad you got here to the RIA yeah. so that we could tell you that before you started to exercise a strategy that doesn't work. So having that local uh, knowledge, those local boots on the ground, you know, it's like, you know, I'll never forget me first walking into the local real estate investor association. It's where I got my contacts, my contracts, and my contract doors, right? It's where I got all the tribal knowledge and people were able to open up you know the kimono and how in terms of helping me be successful as a real estate investor yeah and i'll tell you it was at my local ria that i got my first deal and it was at my local ria that i got my last deal uh so it's an endless opportunity of both deals uh funding as well as the tribal knowledge that you need to be successful perfect chanoa thanks so much for the time i appreciate it we're excited to see you uh and visit with you in uh houston march 24th and 25th so if you want to go check us out and meet chanoa and uh also sign up for texas ria if you live in Texas and you want to invest in Texas real estate, there's nothing better uh, than 
being able to invest with local information that's beneficial for you, the investor. So texasrias.com is where you want to be. Chanel, we'll see you in Houston. Sounds good. Take care. Hey, Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Of course. As a real estate investor, make money when you identify outsized opportunities and, and gaps and opportunities in the markets that you're in. Pay attention to Airbnbs. Pay attention to your, to your local governance. Understand what your strategy is. Is it going to be a couple fix and flips and then a buy and hold for a little while? Are you going to invest in a syndication? What is it that you want to do? And go seek out the national and local experts that can help you along the way. At thinkrealty.com, we've created a resource, many people called resident experts that can help you along the way in that particular instance. And then of course, joining a local RIA can also give you more boots on the ground advice and insight into the markets you want to invest in. Got to give a huge shout out to the sponsor of today's podcast, RCN Capital. Uh, They're a national direct private lender that provides commercial loans for the purchase or refinance of non-owner occupied residential commercial properties. RCN specializes in ground up construction financing, short-term fix and flip, and long-term rental financing for real estate investors. Check them out. Go to rcncapital.com for more info. We're going to be in Houston, March 24th and 25th, so check us out. I'm going to be there. Uh, Everybody else that's uh, as good-looking, if not more good-looking than me, will probably also be there, including people like yourself. So come check us out. Uh, We're going to give you a promo code as well. If you type in podcast when you sign up for two tickets on thinkrealty.com slash Houston, you'll get two tickets for the price of one. It's a BOGO deal brought to you by yours truly. And uh, keep cool. And until next time, happy investing. (laughs) 